Kiora, and welcome to another edition of the GeoDorable podcast with your hosts Chris Morris and Mark Thompson. For more information on this episode, visit the GeoDorable page on Facebook. Happy New Year, Chris. Is it that time of year again? What it, it, it's kind of come round and that time of year again. again. Yeah. It's the same time of year every year. It's the new year. It is the new year. It seems it seems as though the new year has passed. I don't know. How long do you say new, Happy New Year for? It's the age-old question. Well, it's it's whenever you meet someone who saw last year. What, like in March? If I say Happy New Year to someone. Yeah. Is that fine? Oh, okay. I think that's fine. That's the rules. Okay, good to know. Um, uh, we've still got people coming back to work and we're all saying Happy New Year. Oh, that's what I love about New Zealand. Well, the interesting people... Um, Aren't really saying what did you do on your New Year's now because no one really cares because they're too far into work. Not about New Year's resolutions and that kind of stuff. Ah, oh, just carry over the ones from last year, which are the same as the ones from the year before. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> you know, um, mm. one day, mm-hmm. change slowly. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, you can't you can't push it all at once. Anyway, Mark, no. we we're doing that thing where we ramble on without actually, you know, introducing Talking. ourselves or the or the podcast. Yeah. So this is the Geodorable podcast. Um, Bright and shiny for 2018. Uh, anything new about it? Yes, we're older. Okay, good. Wiser. More. Better looking. Well, always, Mark, always. <laughs> um, so we talk about GIS stuff. Maps, uh, technology, a little bit, you know, it, it, if it's related to, to maps and yeah, stuff. Yeah, a bit of geography, a bit of technology, as you say. Yeah, have um, guests. We have lots of news. Um, in fact, I would say it's the best podcast in the world to listen to for news about oh, the geospatial industry. I've forgotten how we are as well. I forgot Well, you compare to the other podcasts, of which there's not many, um, and they don't really talk about various aspects of the GIS world. They usually pick a topic or two or something and, and then waffle on. Yeah, it's quite, and it's quite often kind of, you know... Uh, vendor specific where we're kind of yeah. dependent pretty much we, we try and be a bit agnostic I mean apart from the sponsorship obviously which uh, <laughs> continues to line our pockets mm. um, yeah so the other aspect to this podcast is that it's completely independent from anyone apart from our sponsors uh, and yep. if you'd like to sponsor us feel free um, but also of people we work with and work for it's important to get that disclaimer isn't it in there isn't it Mark? yes uh, and so views and opinions are sometimes satirical and meant to be humorous often humorous let's go often hum- humorous yes yeah oh. yeah so chris what did you get up to for new year's for new year's um oh i went camping in a cyclone not not Green. intentionally it's just the cyclone happened to hit whilst i was camping tenting tenting okay tenting camping camping yes oh yes that sounds like fun uh, I quite enjoyed it. A bit of an adventure, you know, something to tell your grandkids, maybe. <laughs> what about yourself? Uh, went, uh, stayed up with friends up on a farm up north. It was nice. How north? Uh, Whangarei North, so not that far north. But that's where I was. All right. <laughs> well, I was in a house, nice oh. and safe and dry. Oh, we should have done a, we should have done a recording. <laughs> yeah, this is how uncoordinated we are. Oh, I love it. But fun, good news, people. We have actually planned this episode, mm-hmm. like we do all episodes. Um, and we've got some news. Shall we hit it? We shall. Spatial news. Chris, great news. 
Yes, we always have great news, Mark. That's that's not. We do. That's true. Oh no, I was just saying, great news. Oh, oh, sorry. Yes, great news. What? Yeah, Um, FME, that uh, manipulation engine that everyone loves. The feature manipulation engine that everybody loves. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Um, They have a free version. Did you know this? Um, I did, but that's only because I do research for this podcast, Mark. You mean I told you last year? Yeah, shush. Um, So they have home version for free. Which is pretty awesome, right? Because (laughs) one... fantastic. FME is pretty awesome. Um, Yeah. But but two, two, it's free. Well, it's and and especially after Christmas, right? You've spent all your money on your kids or or, or yourself if you're, you know, that way selfish. Uh, And, and, you know, this is a great opportunity to go and get something free. Um, It's free, Chris. Yeah, I know, it's free. FME is free. For home use only. For home use only, but... Because uh, I run a few JS software programs on my home laptop. Of course, using probably the Esri um, JS for home use. No, because that costs money. Okay. Um, but I use QGIS and now I use FME as well. And it's free. It's free and it's awesome. It is. So um, if, you haven't got, if you're into a little bit of feature manipulation mm-hmm. at home, mm-hmm. uh, then get your hands on it. It's great. And uh, just, I think it's worth saying, right? You know, for those people who don't know FME, um, yeah, right. There's going to be a few people out there, but if you don't know FME, be ashamed. You should. You need to go and uh, and experience what FME can do for your your organisation. And we're not even sponsored by FME. We're not. It's just awesome. It is quite good. Uh, yeah. Mm. Um, so anyway, it's free. That's that's fantastic. Everybody should download a copy and learn it. Do you know yes. what? Yes. Actually, tell them you your, heard it on Geodorable. FME on your CV looks awesome. Does it? But you well, put the little logo on it? No, no, no. But I mean, like, you do GIS and then you do FME and you combine the two oh. things together. Oh, wow, that's a skill set well, that people That would be yourself. true when, I, when I'd be looking at CVs and you said, I've done FME and Spatial Analyst. I'd be like, yep. okay, that looks more interesting than someone who uh, can use ArcMap. So it's free. You can have it at home. You, you've got to try it, right? And there are shared loads of free training courses out there as well. So yeah. many. Uh, YouTube videos, whatever else. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're plugging FM. Are we sponsored by FM? No, we, we disclaimed that halfway through. Okay, sorry. Right, yeah. If we want, if, if they wanted to sponsor us, feel free. Sure. Okay. <laughs> but we're not free, no. unlike FME. Okay, well plugged. Next. Spatial news. Okay, and rather big news, Chris. Mm-hmm. ArcGIS... Mm-hmm. The uh, people love to hate or hate to love. Mm-hmm. Um, named the named users. Yes. Which are a little bit contentious. Uh, sure. Um, level one users because there's two types. Well, there's two levels of users, and then there's two types of users inside those two levels of users. No, there's four types of users. Anyway, um, level one users are now free. This is so much free stuff, I'm not quite sure where to go with it. But we, well, we a bit of disclaimer there, it's only free if you have Portal, right? So it's, it's Well, if you have an Enterprise, uh, or Standard, yeah. Yes, yeah, so por- yeah, okay, Portal-ish. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, so, you know, things not to ask is, can I get a refund for my level 1 users <laughs> that I've paid for? Uh, yep, yeah, okay. Yep. Uh, but other things to ask go, how do I go get them? And you turn out, you just go get them. Well, that's also, I mean, it, it, it's one of these, uh, the questions there's always been is kind of, you know, within my organisation, I have people who just want to look at a map. Well, yeah, this is one of the things. Why would the receptionist who needs to look up the map need to pay for that honour? Yep. 
to look uh, at their own data, the organization's own data. Yeah, I mean, this mm. follows hot on the heels of SAP last year who announced, hey, it's your data, you can actually do what you want. That was kind well, of them. Kind of, not really. Yeah. But anyway, they said if you're viewing your data, it's fine by us, even if you're extracting it. But Anyway, so level one users are no cost. Which is awesome. So speak to your uh, local uh, SRE distributor. Um, and in fact, you don't even have to, do you? You can just, you, as you said, they're free. Go and get them. Yeah, well, no, they're no cost. No cost, sorry. Yes. <laughs> That's two free things Mark we've talked about, too. Uh, it is, it is, was well, Christmas. Are we going to go third time lucky, or, or is that just wishful thinking on my part? Uh, let's see what happens. Spatial news. Now, Chris, last year we had a fantastic piece of interesting news locally mm. um, about uh, satellite information. Oh, we did. I remember. Yeah, that was. Yep. Uh, do you remember the acronym? Um, it was something to do with farms, wasn't it? Um, no. No, I can't remember either. Oh. oh. <laughs> but anyway, hot on the heels of that, and the problem we discussed with satellite is clouds, especially in the land of the long white cloud, which we are in New Zealand. We are, yeah. So, Vandersat. Not familiar with them? No, can't say I am. Dutch startup, Vandersat. Oh, I'm liking it. Have come out of stealth. This is a fantastic press release. Dutch startup Vandersat have come out of stealth with a satellite data analysis service for the agriculture sector. Yeah, we've seen that. Yeah. But it works underneath the clouds. How is that even possible, Mark? Using microwaves. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, instead of imagery. They're gleaning insights about the, uh, the basically soil temperature. Okay, cool. Yeah, um, so this is really interesting that they're overcoming um, the issues with soil temp- uh, with clouds for satellites. I mean, Mark, we don't we don't like to talk about the companies we work for just because you know we're we're independent and all that kind of stuff. But you you work in a company that has quite a lot to do with farming, don't you? Oh, an agricultural industry, yes. Um, is this going to be useful for your users, Jerry? No, I'm um, not yet. Anyway, <laughs> okay. I'm having uh, well because you need more than soil temperature. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a good step. Um, I mean, and, just... and once they have data, actually, I had this discussion today with my colleague because um, we were looking at uh, DEMs, and it's really annoying that people only put the purified laser points. I digress slightly in their DEMs. You know, you can download their, their LiDAR data, mm-hmm. but only the purified stuff, not the unpurified. And yet, the unpurified stuff is the good stuff. Um, and this is a bit like that. Let's just put out their ground temperatures and see what the science community can do for agriculture. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's very cool. Slight tangent there. Uh, well, uh, talking of satellites, just just because we were, um, you you know, you might have read or seen in uh, on the news, uh, Rocket Labs managed to launch their rocket still testing. Um, was it yes, yesterday, day before? Day before, I believe. Yes. Um, which was awesome, and and we, uh, you know, I. I I can gush about this quite a lot. I'm not going to, but kind of awesome for a little country like New Zealand to be in the space race kind of thing. It's just amazing. Anyway. Well, yeah, there is a race now to who's the first New Zealander to be in space. Uh, yeah, anyway. Um, on uh, Rocket Labs, they had uh, a number of satellites, but um, they were for Planet, who we've talked about before. Right. 
Okay. They had a number of satellites, yes. They did, yeah. And, and yes. Planet was, Planet was uh, a couple of those little uh, you know, satellites that they launched on rocket yeah. labs, which is kind of cool, actually. It is. It is. All right. Other cool stuff. Spatial news. Now, here's a little bit of map geekery. Chris, do you know what an Antipodes is? Um, no, no. Oh, come on! No, you, you even did geography at university. Uh, isn't it? Isn't it a? Um, isn't it something you get a special cream for? <laughs> isn't it? Uh, no, 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 no. It's something to do with your feet, isn't it? Stop. Your 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 your, your podies. I don't know. Go on, Mark. Antipodes is the opposite um, points from oh, latitude and longitude. I thought that was the antithesis. No, that's Antipodes. Oh, okay. Anyway, there's a website called antipodesmap.com. Mm-hmm. And it's taken out all that hard work of calculating um, the opposite that long for you. So you can click on a map or enter your address and it shows you where the opposite side of the world is. So this is just like kind of, you know, you dig a tunnel through the earth kind of thing. Yes. Pops up. That is handy. It is. <laughs> for those times you're in the pub arguing about where the antipodes of uh, New Zealand is I've been playing about this uh, with this a tiny bit uh, it's, it's interesting it's, like, you know, it's what, kind of intriguing isn't yeah, it yeah it is um, if you're in the UK the other side of the world seems to be the sea which is kind of annoying yes uh, but if you're in New Zealand you've got well I think it was Spain it worked out to be yeah mm. um, it does make a mockery of why they call Australia and New Zealand the Antipodeans I thought when, again, in just fact, they're not the opposite. They're just beside the opposite. Well, yeah. I, I guess uh, in Victorian times, I'm guessing, they didn't have access to this website. <laughs> I think Quite possibly. Yeah. So, yeah, if you're uh, looking for a distraction, antipodesmap.com. And we, sh- we didn't mention, but we probably should do now, we put all of these links out on Twitter and on our Facebook page. Facebook, yep. And uh, so get hold of us on those pages. Uh, yeah, you can uh, leave us a message at um, is it facebook.com slash geodorable. Yes. Find us on Twitter, mygeodorable. Um, or just email us at uh, geodorable at gmail.com. Indeed. Hmm. Spatial news. Chris, have you heard about this great thing called FME? Hang on a second. Um, having deja vu here. Didn't we talk about this earlier, Mark? Yes, we did. Okay. Next story. I was just checking you were listening. Oh, I was. <laughs> well, the FME World Tour is coming to town. Oh, awesome. To a town near you. Uh, now, it really is a world tour because they go absolutely everywhere. They do. Um, uh, it's, it's quite a world tour. In fact, they go everywhere. It's three times in New Zealand, which you say overkill for such a small population. I'm guessing Auckland, Christchurch, Wellington? Yes, indeed. And when would that be, Mark? Uh, that is May 18th, May 16th and May 14th. Well, I mean, that's something to look at. I went to the last ones, actually, uh, last year. Well, yeah. reasons to attend, discover what's new, yeah, network awesome. with other FMEs, fun swag to take home. There's fun like swag. Fr- we need some fun swag, Mark. <laughs> oh, that's a 2018 resolution then. Fun okay. swag. Uh, so that's FME World Tour. Um, yeah, but realising they're going everywhere. No, they are going everywhere. Like it's a world tour. They've probably got a workbench that works out where they should go. <laughs> um, so Brazil, Canada, USA, lots of USA's. Is there any, is there anything going on in Japan? Because I know at how many Japanese listeners listen to us. Um, so uh, Japan, is anything going on there? Uh, no, 
<laughs> okay. Australia, China, lots four China dates. India, yeah, Malaysia, um, Austria. Or as I as I learned, actually, I did learn something over the holidays. It's not Austria, it's Austria. If you're American. Austrian, okay, Austria. Sorry, Belgium, Croatia, Czech Republic, Finland, France, Germany, Italy, Netherlands. Lots of European. Okay, okay, okay. It's Sweden. a world tour. I'm getting it. But yeah, doesn't go to Japan, which doesn't help many of our listeners. <laughs> yeah, but good on you for picking up the one fold. <laughs> well, you know. <clears throat> Let's move on. Spatial news. Ah, Chris, nothing like looking back on 2017. Oh, it makes you feel good, doesn't it? Yeah, looking. Makes back. you feel old. Oh, yeah. Okay. We are old, Mark. I hate to break it to you. <laughs> Yes, staying youthful for, through this podcast. Anyway, Chris, this is yours. Uh, yeah. So, um, <laughs> so well, no, no, I'm, I'm getting that. So, Carto, um, who used to be called Carto DB, they're not anymore. But I'm probably showing my age by by telling people that. Um, they did a, a great blog, uh, and they basically they they told the story of uh, 2017 through um, maps that uh, they have produced using Carto tools. Um, so you've got a whole range of different things here, everything from um, uh, the, the total uh, the uh, solar eclipse, uh, if it didn't affect New Zealand, but it went over large parts of uh, the world. Um, so they've got a great map there. They've got things like... Um, what? Cyber attacks, natural disasters, international sanctions, refugee crisis. Yeah, the one I thought actually was really interesting was um, they uh, they took um, the destruction or the the, the, the number of si- um, buildings that were destroyed in um, Aleppo in uh, Syria, and then they kind of overlaid that over London and kind of showed the uh, London and Germany and Berlin, I think it was, and they kind of overlaid the same amount of damage. And it's staggering to see how much you don't really understand this when you kind of watch the news, um, you know what it means. But as soon as it's kind of you know overlaid over something you're familiar with it really becomes apparent yeah yeah um, and that is interesting um other ones more popular culture uh states where mu- moonlight was popular <laughs> okay <laughs> which is quite well it, it shows you why um why america doesn't have a popular vote <laughs> <laughs> but it's a very it's a very good uh you know there's some really good maps that it's worth going to have a look and they're more than maps most of them is like you know really interactive uh, yeah you know um so forth so check that out to so say yeah links uh, off twitter on our facebook page but um yeah um they're they're worth looking at spatial news all right um in a future podcast probably the next one we're going to do our own predictions for 2018 uh, we are. And we're going to review the way our predictions for 2017. Uh, and I think we got them all right. I know one that I didn't. What was that? Uh, data for Esri. Oh, okay. okay. We don't want to spoil it for next week. Uh, next month, sorry. Uh, That's a uh, little taster. Uh, Mark admits he was wrong about one thing. Um, that's worth going to be worth listening to, that <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Once a year, people. <laughs> um, so anyway, GIS Cafe have done their predictions for 2018. Uh, they have, and um, what was the thing that you know stood out for you? Not much, actually. <laughs> yeah, it was interesting, wasn't it? Um, I mean, we because we, we we are close to the news. You know, we have our fingers on the pulse, not our thumbs, because it already has a pulse on it. That's true. But yeah. our fingers. Yep. Um, and so the things they're talking about sensors. 
yeah, we, we kind of talked a lot about that, especially low cost sensors and mm -hmm. um, Internet of All Things and AI. We've mm -hmm. been harping on about that for ages. Yeah, vehicle, vehicle technology. technology. Mm. Yeah, open source. Now, we do talk a lot about open source. It's quite interesting to say that that's a trend. I mean, they actually say open source software is not a new trend. No. Uh, which kind of then... Well, I suppose with the rise of Mapbox um, and other... Well, there's lots, uh, actually. Leaflet. Yeah. yeah. Um, there are lots. But with those guys coming in and taking a lot of the um, location-based analysis away from the traditional vendors, mm -hmm. um, although they, they aren't actually open source, they're a different model. Anyhow. Um, actually, maybe open source isn't a standard uh, thing. Because mm. you still have to pay, right? Anyway, carrying on. Smart cities and nations, we've been going on about that. We dedicated a whole episode to smart cities. Very popular episode, actually. Yeah. Hmm. Um, and augmented virtual reality. We've. Um, well, I know we've talked about that many times. Yeah. So um, I think GIS Cafe just listened to us. No. I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do. Hello, Susan Smith. <laughs> Actually, get in touch with us, Susan. Love to hear from you. Because uh, uh, cool. Susan's been going on GIS Cafe for years. Yeah, for I remember coming across Susan when I first started, and that was years ago. You're going to make a fair old, Mark. She's not going to want to come on the podcast now. <laughs> Thanks. Spatial news. Here, 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 Chris. Now, you're a bit of a here fanboy. Uh, I wouldn't, Come on. Yeah, okay, I am. I, I think here do a uh, really interesting job uh, and have really good analytical tools. What can I say? Yeah, and they're kind of quiet about it. Yeah. Like it's not really a commercial, I'm going to install here. No, not in that way. Yeah. So, um, so I mean, so the, the history of here, right? So it kind of it was off the back of Nokia Maps. Um, <laughs> many years ago when Nokia was um, had well, money well just different from what it is now um, uh, I had a meeting today with Nokia so you know did you? yeah oh, good stuff yeah um, are they going to sponsor us? I'm not talking about it uh, it was about work not the podcast oh. Actually, although thinking about it oh, <laughs> there's an opportunity missed anyway uh, so yeah so you know here used to be part of uh, Nokia Maps and then a couple of years back um they were sold for 2.5 billion euros. Which is a heck of a lot. Oh, it's a I, lot of money. Hey. I wouldn't have actually valued them at that. I mean, I'm having building work done at the moment. And, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm approaching that figure. 100 million. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, um, so they were bought out, bought out by uh, Audi, a consortium a of Audi. Yeah, cartel. Funny, mate. Um, Audi, BMW and Daimler. Um, yes. That was in 2015. Weird combination. Uh, yeah. But anyway... Keep going. Build yeah, the yeah, excitement. Sorry, sorry, Come sorry, on. Sorry. So, um, uh, just last week, Intel, you know, the, the, they make chips. Chips. I think people have heard of them. Salt um, and vinegar. They, yeah, they took a 15% stake in the business, which Yeah, is which wouldn't have been cheap. Well, no, not for 2.5 billion. What, well, uh, that was back then. It was. Um, now, they're not the only people to, uh, or companies to have uh, taken a stake. No. Um, Bosch. This is interesting. Bosch. 
and Continental have also taken a stake, five um, percent each, I think it was. Yeah. Um, I mean, the interesting thing here is that you know every single company we just mentioned has something to do with the automotive industry. So you know, obviously Audi, BMW, and Daimler kind of speak for themselves. But Intel often makes the chips that go inside the vehicles. Yep. And then Bosch has been uh, known for and consistently develops you know in-car entertainment systems for a lot of manufacturers. Um, and so you can see, you know, each each it's very much kind of in the automotive um, industry. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Intel is also spending other money with uh, Itzy's and Yogi Tech for safety car navigation and autonomous cars. Yeah. Um, so they're um, backing something there, aren't they? Yeah, they are indeed. And yeah. that actually links nicely to the GIS Cafe autonomous vehicles. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's a small world. Huh. It is. That, I, I've got to say, um, we'll come to the end of the news there, but um, there's been quite a lot of no- news while we've been away. Um, and we're going to continue, yeah, con- continue the news over the next uh, few weeks. It's, it's, we had a lot more stories, but um, they're the ones we picked. They are. So uh, stay tuned. Uh, indeed. So but that's not the end of the podcast. Well, of course it's not the end of the podcast, Mark. Of course. Um, because we, we now have Topic of the Week, don't we? Week, week. Topic of the week. And that's when the music gets funky. Oh, I love the funky. And the chat gets lively. Indeed. And the... uh, The audience gets restless. (laughs) (laughs) No. Um, They don't get restless because this is where we do the topic of the week. Week, week. Where we pick something to talk about. Now, this, this, this week... Uh, we're, we're kind of doing a review of the you know, the last year because um, basically we had our year anniversary towards the end of last year and we didn't celebrate it particularly it was a busy time of year you know at work and yeah. whatever else <laughs> um, we do celebrate our wedding anniversaries much better than we celebrate our podcast anniversary just in case you're wondering and if you're wondering not Mark and I's combined yeah, we're, we're, we're not married well to each I other mean, we are married to each, but not to each anyway um, anyway yeah, so uh, we thought we'd take a look back at um, uh, a year's worth of oh, podcasting. And pat ourselves on the back and thank the listeners for listening to us. Yes, indeed. Because now, this, is, this is episode 40. It is, which is a lot, actually. It is quite a lot of episodes. Yeah. Um, and we've had great audience. I mean, if you haven't already, go back and download the back catalogue. I mean, <laughs> what more? I mean, you know, you commute to work, in the bath, you're going for a run. I mean, what what... What better to listen to than, than the podcast? Well, and it's also the things we talk about, especially news items, are still relevant, right? Mm, sure. Yeah. Um, so we're going to look back at some of the... Well, I suppose what we're going to do is choose three things that we really liked about the last year mm-hmm. and uh, three things we thought of could maybe do better. Yeah, um, but would, yeah. yeah, but we'd also love to hear from you people out there. That, yeah, completely. What what actually is memorable about this podcast? <laughs> so, Mark, do you want to kick off? What what you know over the last year? Um, and you know, do you know what? I'm, I'm almost tempted to say we should we should tell our lovely listeners why we started this podcast. Because we were in Singapore, Singapore and we're drunk. Yeah, I know. I know. No, we weren't drunk at the time. Mm, I, I remember this because we were having to commute the hour. I mean, Singapore's a small place, and when you commute an hour, that's a long way away. It is, yeah. Um, and I said to you, hey, we should do this. And you said, oh, then I said, let's get a beer and talk about it. And somehow we came up with a podcast. Do you know you just have to play one with alcohol, don't you? 
Yes. Special anyway. alcohol. <laughs> so we, we came up with this idea of a podcast because we kind of felt that's what New Zealand in particular needed at the time. And the world. And, but yeah, I mean, it, it, it's a lot. It's, it's a lot larger listenership now than we had kind of recently you know, thought of at the time. Um, so anyway, let's uh, let, let's uh, let's get on with the good, shall we, Mark? So what's your what's your well, number one on the list? Number one, I mean, actually completing the podcast should be number one um, because it, it's it takes a lot of effort, huge amount of effort. Um, we just make life. it seamlessly. Yeah. Um, it seems like we've put no effort in, but you know, that's just that's because we're practiced uh, well, professional uh, presenters now. That's right, um, and we we did actually do five practice episodes. Oh, we did! I remember them. Yeah. Um, so anyway, but one highlight, one episode that stood out for me was the kids episode. Oh yes, and that's a great episode because we talked to our kids and other kids about GIS, uh, and they 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 were quite interested actually. I think it was a, it was. Um well, I think your kids got it slightly better than mine, maybe. Yeah, slight age difference. Um, True. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that was really good, and um, I think we'll have to do another one because my kids are keen. Uh, and mine would definitely like to be. Um, you know, <laughs> well, bask in the success of their father. Yeah, I mean they've stood in my shadow for so long. You know, they want to they want to get out there and do their own thing. Yeah. Hmm. Um, so that was a really nice episode. How about you, Chris? Well, um, I'm going to I'm going to go with uh, the fashion of wear. Way I know, I know. It was it was an inspired moment. I'm not quite sure who inspired it. I think it was probably you. Um, <laughs> you made it happen. I mean, it I, trended at Esri UC. It did. So, so for those people who were don't talking know, about it in the pubs. I, for, for those of you who don't know, um, GIS is a great subject, but sometimes it can be a little bit dry. Sometimes. Well, no, it's more complimentary. People focus on GIS and they miss the bigger picture, which is ironic. Well, well yeah. <laughs> um, but GIS people have a strong sense of fashion. They and we decided we'd highlight this fashion, this sense of fashion. Yep. I mean, actually, I say that. The New Zealand user conference was disappointing. You mean white men in grey suits? Yes. Mm. Well, some of them didn't wear a tie. Well, <laughs> we now have to live here. <laughs> but actually, attendees were good. They were. Um, look back through our Twitter feed and Facebook. You'll see some great attendees. So, yeah, look out for the hashtag fashion wear. I still try and bring it out every so often, um, and I'd love to see it be, uh, be used more widely. So next time you're at a conference, you see somebody presenting, or you just see somebody and you like the cut of their, their shirt or you know the way their dress falls or whatever. Oh, they've got an awesome pair of heels on. I don't know, whatever. Um, take a shot. On yeah. the camera. I mean, ask first, obviously. We're not suggesting... we well, no. not ask if they're presenting, but, you know. Um, <laughs> hashtag the fashion of wear. Yes. Uh, and seriously, there are so many people following that now. There are, and it's really good. So look out for more fashion of wear in 2018. Cool. So, Mark, your second... Uh, or sh- should we go... You know, go, go on. Your second good point. Second good point. Um, the guest we had on last year. Oh, yeah. Uh, we actually guests. had woman only because well, we are a postmodern equal opportunity podcast presented by two males yeah white men in their <laughs> <coughs> um, anyway so we had Josie young um, kind of go getting uh, yeah at the uh, start st- or, or startish of her career she'd been 
Well, she was, she, she was until she, uh, oh, she went to Singapore, interestingly enough. Um, <laughs> she was the chairperson of the uh, Emerging Spatial Professionals. Well, yeah, and one of the lead lights. So, yeah. yeah, that was really good talking to her. We had Beth Ann on. Oh, we did, yeah. And that it was really interesting to get another insight, um, being from Canada. Canada, yeah, just past uh, yeah, America, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, um, and, yeah, just get her views and what have you on the world of GIS mm-hmm. and then Anne Harper um, who's fabulous <laughs> fabulous yeah. Anne Harper um, yeah and just about open data and her enthusiasm for open data but also the work on Turutu Maitangi yep. that she did and other things so I would strongly suggest you go back um, and look at those podcasts and we're going to have a lot more guests uh, this year yeah actually if you want to be a guest get in touch with us yeah there is some vetting just, just, <laughs> but not that much. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. How about you, Chris? What was uh, what was your highlight when you look back fondly at 2017? Well, I, I, we've got to thank Ezri again for my second kind of uh, best moment, um, and that that really was uh, the introduction of the science of wear. Because not only did that <laughs> open up the fashion of wear. But it also opened up, um, you know, new career pos- uh, prospects for, um, you know, the wearographer, the wearologist, and wearometrist. Yeah, and this is fantastic because never before have we been able to ease the, ease the group, groups no. of GIS people. No. And now you simply can. I'm a wearologist. I deal in about the wear. Uh, I'm a wearographer. I deal in about where this, where's the wear. Well, yeah, and a wearologist. I deal in measuring the wear. It's it's such a simple concept, yeah. Um, so it's it's great to see it catch on. Um, I think, and I, I might I might be I might yeah it might not happen, but I think it's going to happen. Um, I think I think they're going to launch it at um, the Esri UC in June. Well, yes, and we didn't copyright it. It's our gift. It's like the seatbelt, created by the Volvo guy. Yeah, it's our gift to the community. It is. Take it, take it, use it. We we don't expect anything from it. <laughs> How's that sponsorship going, Mark? Uh, we could do with some, yes. Hmm. <laughs> uh, and my my third point that I've I look back on thirty nine podcasts, mm-hmm. and I've actually really enjoyed having to do the work for the news. Like we say, it's hard work, and it kind of is. Um, but th- having to sift through news and research, and not just take an item and go, oh, what does this mean? I'll just read it off. Mm-hmm. But think about it, and the number of times that has then come up in discussions at work. Um, so yeah, I've really enjoyed that aspect of it. Okay, cool. How about you, Chris? Uh, well, for me, it, it's it's the fame, really. It, it's <laughs> it's uh, it's being. I never thought I was going to be like this. I really didn't. I've never been interested in in <laughs> fame, on being on stage, TV, or anything like that. But um, oh man, I crave it now. Like you know, I'm, I'm walking down Queen Street in Auckland. And you know, people are coming up to me and kind of going, "Man, you're you're Chris Morris. You've got that um, that podcast that's number one um, in 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 uh, in the world about <laughs> no, New Zealand." You sound like you're kind of satirical there. So don't think we've made a TV appearance unless you didn't invite me. No, no, um, this this is just you know, anyway. Anyway, um, but you're right. Um, I've two have been recognised, <laughs> which is, is is very nice. Yeah, it's it's yeah. nice to be recognised. Um, and that hopefully doesn't come across as a vain way. No, and it's nice to be, you know, thanked as well because yeah, yeah. I mean, so, often it's nice to be thanked with some kind of monetary reward, but <laughs> you know, a gift. 
I mean, you know, but... Oh, no, but, woods are nice as well. Well, sure, yeah, sure. But don't pay for the mortgage or my renovations. But, you know, <laughs> it's, it's good. So, Mark, let's move on to the bad things about the podcast. So, I mean... Well, I wouldn't really say bad things. Well, things thing, things that we would do differently, maybe, or... Yeah. Just... So, one of mine would be um, the Isra UC, which you attended, Chris. Oh, oh great. So, it's my fault. Uh, kind of. Um, oh. Well, you did go and communicate for a bit. Um, but we had ideas of, of doing almost live updates and what have you, but due to the nature of you actually being there for work... Yeah, and, and the time difference. And the time difference. And, and um, actually the fashion of wear taking up a considerable amount of my time. <laughs> um, yeah, we didn't quite get there, but um, I'm going to the UC this year. Exciting times. Um, and I, well, if I do the same level as you, I'll be actually pleased because it is quite hard. It is. Yeah, how about you? Uh, I mean, you mentioned it before. It's uh, it does take quite a lot of work to do, you know, to, to come up with a podcast. And, and although doing the research is awesome, because actually you do learn an awful lot more about the community, and you know, there's so much interest there. It takes a lot of time. I haven't seen my wife literally. I mean, last year I, I probably saw her like two or three times. <laughs> you know, um, that could be because she goes out. Well, she does. I mean, I think she's out at the moment, to be honest. But um, yeah. Uh, you know, it takes a lot of time, and, and, and you know, I'm not holding this against the the GIS community out there. You know, I'm <laughs> doing this for them, but yeah, you know, it, it does take time. It does take time. Mm. Uh, speaking of time, I wish we'd had more time to organise more guests. Yeah, well, that is the plan for this year, isn't it? To, yeah. to be a lot more focused on getting guests because they're, they're you know, I'd love to get people on here because everybody's got a, a really good GIS story. Love to hear them. Yeah, we would. We would really like that. I was. Just, I listened, well, I listened to quite a lot to, um, you know, Desert Island Discs with Kirsty Young. No. No. That sounds like an old person program. It is, but you have to choose eight records if you've got stuck in the desert, that records, um, tracks, if you got stuck on a desert island. And I imagine for many people in the community, they'd be taking a copy of our podcast. But <laughs> it'd be really good to have, like, yeah, GIS people in, you know, and, and yeah, for them to talk about the, the, the things that have meant most to them in their career and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, sorry. So um, I guess that leads me on to the, the thing that I'd like to do, you know, have better is it'd be great to get more participation from, uh, from you know, people out there. Yeah, now we have a surprising number of listeners. We, we, yeah. I mean, we say surprising. <laughs> We're number one for a reason. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Um, but, but yeah, we'd like more feedback. We do get feedback and it's great. I mean, of the 886 uh, listeners in Japan, which, <laughs> to be frank, is pretty good, I'd love to hear from one of them. Yes. Mm. Even if it's in Japanese. Hey, Google Translate. I'm all yeah. over it. So, so I think, yeah, you know, a bit more participation. We kind of did this because we thought we were going to get lots of people in, you know, interested in, and involved. Um, well, we've so got lots of people interested. We just would like more involvement. Do you think it's, I mean, a lot of our, most of our listeners are Kiwis, do you reckon it's like because we're quite reserved or quite, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, mm. but get in touch with us people, Twitter, Facebook, email. Yeah. I mean, they're the three standard ways, right? Yeah, they are. Yeah. Right. Um, the other one which fits in with my first one is the New Zealand User Conference. Oh, yeah. Um, and that was just a time thing that it's a short conference. Um, and we're actually there for work. I know it'd be great to be like you know independent for a couple of hours. So you can go off and interview people, or you know. Yeah, but work's paying for your time. Yeah. Uh, mm. So yeah, that's right. But, 
Well, well if it was sponsorship and we wouldn't need to do work, right, then we could do what we like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. How about you? What's your last point? Well, you know, I, I said earlier that, you know, being recognised was pretty good. Um, I've got to admit that being recognised is also, you know, it's a bit negative. Um, <laughs> you mean when you're with your kids and people oh, wanting photographs? Yeah, and so you know, and look, getting... Can you just know, give me a moment? I've got my kids here. Uh, and seriously, if if I have one more reporter come up for, you know, can you give us a story on this? Can you give us a story on that? You know, this map over here, what do you think of it? I mean, I'm I'm getting sick of it, to be perfectly honest. So <laughs> being recognised, yeah, for the community. But yeah, I, need, I should be allowed my privacy. Man. Okay. I should. Um, and one final thing that I, um, of, of this year looking back, Chris, mm-hmm. um, I've actually beaten you more times in the uh, export ship file. Yeah, but but really? Yes, that seems very unlikely. <laughs> Can't argue with statistics. Can if you've done them and I haven't seen them. <laughs> um, but apart from your great run at the Esri User Conference, well, man, I smashed which it. You, you are to be commended for because you 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 did better than I think you thought you would. I was proud of you. No thanks, mate. Yeah. Um, yeah, but but overall, it seems I have the upper hand. Well, I think we'll see that change this year. <laughs> I did not, you know, my Christmas holidays were not in vain. <laughs> I've got a few tricks up my uh, sleepy up. Oh, yeah. Anyway, uh, um, but on that note, we're not really doing export to file in this podcast, but we will do ne- one next podcast. Yeah, indeed. We just need to, you know, work up into it. And um, we're going to have a few guests who are going to join us, I think, in a few games. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as we say, we are quite popular. <laughs> Oh, yeah. We keep going on about it. But anyway, um, people in Esri have expressed interest in, uh, I think, thumping us silly. <laughs> it's my suspicion. Well, you know, well, you're going to be at the UC, so maybe you can have a game there. Yeah, because you don't usually, you know, you hear someone or see someone play a game and you think, oh, yeah, I can take them. Because if you don't think that, then you're not going to challenge them. Yeah, true. True, true. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, so that has been 2017. It was, uh, it was a good year. We, you know, we launched new a, a new brand upon the world, and um, yeah, it's taking off. Yeah, uh, so stay tuned. Get in touch with us. We'd love to hear your fe- feedback. Uh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and with that, um, I'll press that button, gently fade the music out, as though I'm a professional, and then put this one over the top. And there we go. It's the goodbye music. Uh, indeed. Um, so, thank you. For- Thank you very much for listening. See you, Chris. See you, Mark.